Welcome to Sailing Through 30, a series of interviews that are going to look back at the last 29 years of Norfolk Admirals hockey, told through the eyes of the players who lived it. I'm Isaac Berkey, and over the next 15 weeks, as we count down toward the Admirals' 30th anniversary season opener, we're going to hear from one player who's worn every jersey number from 1 to 30. Today, we're going to talk to a player who is a part of the magical run to the Calder Cup in the 2011-12 season and wore number 25 on that squad. Well, he doesn't need much more of an introduction, so without further ado, here's our conversation with current Tampa Bay Lightning forward Tyler Johnson. Well, I'm joined now by former Norfolk Admiral, current Tampa Bay Lightning forward, Tyler Johnson. Tyler, thanks for taking the time to talk to us here. We'll jump right in. For you coming into Norfolk, it was your first pro season. But let's take a step back to when you came right out of junior. An undrafted kid, not a lot of offers on the table. What was kind of your mindset coming into that first pro season? Yeah, uh, you know, it was my actual first time moving away from home. I was pretty fortunate to be able to play shoes uh, in my hometown. So I, I didn't really know what to expect, but, uh, you know, I, I've never been to Virginia, never been to Norfolk, and I remember when I was in Tampa and they sent me down there. Um, you know, we just had a really good group of guys, like, already. We were just kind of already a family even before the season started, so I knew it was going to be a pretty good season. What was what was kind of your mindset coming into your first season? What what were the goals you set for yourself, knowing that you were a young guy, really young team, but you had kind of some of those veteran guys you could lean on? Yeah, I, I think my main goal is just to learn as much as possible. Um, you know, the professional hockey is way different than juniors. You're, you're playing against men, you're playing against guys by literally making that their life is playing hockey. So you, you kind of have to, you know, learn everything, learn the ways of um, what you have to do. And luckily for me, we had some veterans there that uh, have kind of been through it all, and they, they really helped me out. So, I mean, I, I learned and grew not only as a hockey player, but as a person throughout that season. And, um, you know, I, I still talk to those guys a lot. And we actually just had our anniversary, um, you know, five years last summer. So, um, you know, we're all still really good friends from it. With that group, you know, you you've mentioned twice now the veteran guys. How important? You guys had seven rookies that were constantly in the lineup that year. But how important did how how important were the roles that guys like Mike Angelidis and even Eric Nielsen, to a certain extent, played for the development of yourself, but also for those younger guys? Yeah, they they were uh, crucial for us. Uh, you know, I, I owe those guys a lot because, you know, as a veteran player, um, you know, you, you can kind of put down rookies or not really let them, um, you know, kind of grow. But th- that's what they wanted us to do was grow. They wanted us to try to contribute for the team as much as possible. And they helped us in every single way, whether that be on or off the ice. And, um, you know, when you have those older guys kind of look after you, kind of guide you and, you know, the right way of doing things, it kind of makes everything a little bit easier. Makes you, uh, you know, try to transition a little bit faster. Uh, you know, without that, you can get lost in the shuffle and everything. So we had, we had good, good guys that uh, really looked after us. A couple of those guys had been to Norfolk before. As you were coming down here, what kind of things did they tell you about the city? What were you expecting, and how did it live up to what you thought it was going to be and what it actually was? Yeah, uh, you know, I didn't really know much about it. I, I knew that, uh, you know, being on the beach there, guys had a lot of fun, especially once the weather start, 
started to get a little bit warmer. But uh, as a team itself, I, I didn't know much. Um, I knew that, uh, you know, the arena at Scope was really fun. And, um, you know, fans are awesome. And, you know, there's a lot to do down there and everything. But, um, you know, it, it was all a new experience for me. And it was really fun to go to all the different places and kind of see different things and be on the beach and, you know, do all that. So it was great. You're not the first one that's talked, you know, multiple times about how close that group was from the Calder Cup team. What was it about that team that's allowed you guys to kind of gel and stay really close, even though the years have come and gone? You know, that, that's tough to say. Uh, you know, I've been on a, a lot of good teams, and I've been fortunate to play with great players. But for whatever reason, that year, just our personalities uh, – you know, from the coaching staff down to, um, you know, our equipment managers and our physical therapists down to, you know, the players. We, we all just gelled. We all just had fun with each other. And, um, it made things easier. It didn't seem like we were necessarily, um, you know, having a job. Our, our job was playing hockey, and we made that fun. And, uh, you know, we, we knew when to be serious, and we knew when to, uh, you know, step things up a notch, but at the same time, we could kind of just relax and, um, you know, enjoy ourselves. So I, I think that's probably the main reason is we just had tons of fun that year. Uh, from the first, from the first game to the last, it was just a blast. Was there a game in that season, whether it was a part of that twenty-eight game win streak or some other time, or even even a moment that was kind of the turning point for this group of guys that I don't want to say it necessarily clicked, but you realized we have something special here and we can make a big run. Well, um, you know, I think what kind of clicked for us is uh, right before we started that 28 game game win streak, we had we had a game that just was not good, and uh, we ended up. I think we were up two goals or something. We ended up losing that game, and Coop came in and started screaming at all of us, and you know, kind of gave us a game for it. Um, for whatever reason, after that time, everything just kind of resonated with us and kind of clicked. Uh, you know, obviously the rest is history. We ended up making that 28-game win streak and ended up just kind of cruising through playoffs. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, things just started to work after that. When Neeler fought McIntyre, that was early in yeah. the season. Was there any real significance to that fight in the room at all? Or, like, with, among you guys? Oh, it was, I mean, that, I, I think... There's probably not a month that goes by that we aren't talking about that at some point. Um, it, it was huge. Just the fact that, one, he had the guts to be able to fight McIntyre, who's quite honestly one of the toughest guys I've ever seen play hockey. But, uh, two, I mean, just the way he did it. Like, the next day, we actually counted how many punches Neeler took in the face and how many he threw that didn't connect with McIntyre. And it was it was amazing how big of a difference it was. But Neeler was just laughing and smiling and blood was coming down his face. And that's when you kind of knew that, you know what, this guy, Nielsen, he's for real. He, he'll do anything for the team. He wants to pump up the guys. He wants everything to, you know, go right for us. And you need you need that glue type guy like that. And that's what he was. So, no, that, that fight was, that fight was huge. I, I think it brought a lot of us together. I think it made a lot of us realize that, 
you know what, we have to do every single thing we can for each other because we know the guy next to us is going to be doing the same thing and we don't want to let them down. Was there a point during that 28-game win streak when you, you kind of had to pinch yourself and remind yourself that this is real, this is actually happening, you know, we've won however many straight? You, you know, it's kind of a weird feeling. Um, once we got into the... I think it was more nerve-wracking at, you know, the seven, eight-game win streak. I think that's when we felt more pressure. But then once we got up to, you know, the 15, 16, and then even further, um, we just go into the rink and you just knew you were going to win. Like, we almost felt like you really didn't even have to play the game. We just knew that, you know, we were the better team. We were going to win this game. We had that confidence. We had that swag. And, um you know, when you when you have that feeling, it, it's pretty amazing. I mean, there was, there was games there where we had guys called up. We had our first and second line um, team forwards, and then our third line, I think, was all defensemen at one point, and then our fourth line was actually um, ECHL call-ups. So, I, I mean, we, we kind of had to deal with a lot of adversity, but we just had that confidence that, you know, we knew we were going to win, and, you know, we were, we were happy with it. Was there ever a point when you guys had a depleted lineup that, you know, your line, you guys talked or kind of looked around and said, all right, we we got to pick things up? Or was it just, you know, a, a calm confidence throughout the lineup that you knew whoever whoever it was, whether it was ECHL guy, defenseman skating up, they were all going to chip in and get the job done? Yeah, I think it was just calm quietness. I think that's what made our team really special, too, is, you know, there'd be games where um, maybe we're down a goal or two um, going into the third period or whatever. And instead of, you know, feeling like we need to push, we need to get, you know, that score back. Um, we just kind of knew that by the end of the game, we were going to win it. We were, somehow we were going to score. Um, I think there's one game in Adirondack right down by a goal with like five minutes left or something like that. And, we, we just knew we were going to score. I don't think anyone on the bench was worried about it. I don't, I don't think our coaching staff was worried about it. We just we just knew someone was going to put the puck in the net, and uh, we did that, and we ended up winning. So it, it was just kind of that quiet, quiet calm the entire time. For you guys, We Are Young kind of came became a big part of that run. Um, when did that song kind of come into – come into the locker room and become a piece of, you know, whether it was you guys singing it after every game or when did that song become a part of the season for you guys? Yeah. Uh, I think, I think it might've been poop that kind of started that whole thing about um, having a win song after every game, kind of, you know, that superstition, I suppose. Um, we had a few different ones throughout the year, but uh, that one, you know, towards the end kind of stuck, obviously, because you kept winning. And, um, you know, then we started seeing it, and it just kind of got into a routine where, you know, everyone was pretty excited and happy. And, and we got out to fans, and fans are singing that to us at the bars when you go out. And, I mean, it just made it uh, it made it pretty cool to have that experience and be able to share it with everybody. That feeling when you won the Calder Cup, looking back on it now, can you just kind of describe what that was like, even though you weren't able to win it to win it at home, but to win it and win it with a group of guys who really became like family to you? Yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was like a dream come true. Anytime you can win a trophy like that, when you're working so hard with the same group of guys for such a long period of time, I mean, you sacrifice so much throughout the season, you see other guys sacrificing. When you get rewarded with a trophy, um, you know, it's pretty exciting. Uh, 
you know, it, like you said, it was, it, it would have been better if we were able to win it in Norfolk, but at the same time, you know, winning, winning. So when we got back, had that parade, and had all those people down at the arena and stuff, that made it pretty special as well. Um, you know, it's just, uh, we, we had a lot of fun, and I think that was the perfect way to cap off that season. All right, Tyler, thanks so much. We appreciate your time. Hey, no problem. As we get closer to opening night, make sure to follow the Admirals on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up to date with all the player signings and other Admirals news. Let us know what former Admirals you want to hear from. Make sure to let us know. Shoot us a line on social media, and we'll see what we can do to get that player on. That'll do it for now, so enjoy the summer, and we look forward to seeing you around the scope this season. <laughs>